Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. This week, as the world continues to spiral to burn. and burn and Russia has invaded Ukraine. Yep. And I hope everybody, if, if we have anybody that's listening in that region, stay I, safe and, and I'm going to get go, through this. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, um, if, if our old Russian listener is one of the ones that was out doing the protests about the war, Good on you and good luck. And yeah. if it was one of the ones that's like for it, um, I hope you're one of the ones that gets caught. Yeah. Yeah. We, it, you know, I was looking at the statistics and I, we do need to say welcome to our listeners in Germany, Canada, hey. and Colombia. Fantastic. So welcome to the Whiskey and Wrestling family. We're glad that you're here. Um, speaking of whiskey, we actually have whiskey this week. Yeah, I did we not leave it. it on my kitchen table. <laughs> so we have Wild Turkey Long Branch. I think this is the first time we've had any of the Wild Turkey lineup. I think it is on the I, show. I don't remember. I don't remember having one. Let's yeah. put it that way. I know I've been thinking about picking one up, but I always get you know. Oh, look at this one. Or, oh, look at this one. And I, I, back in my day, <laughs> Wild Turkey was a terrible whiskey. I'm. Never said it was good. Uh, it just seems like now, one of those ones that we should have here. Like the last few uh, few years, they've really come out with some, you know, like premier lines and all this kind of stuff. They've got a uh, several that you know have come out, and it's just like, okay, this is wild turkey. Yeah. So this is wild turkey long branch. Uh, it's aged eight years. Okay, and it is. An oak and te- Texas mesquite charcoal refined, which I, I have no idea what that means. But, Interesting. You know, we would. Uh, We're going to try it anyway. And it's got some uh, recipes on the label on how to make a couple different cocktails. That's cool. But we are drinking it straight. Yep. And so, cheers. cheers. It does smell good. That's pretty good, but man, it's got to burn. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's one me. of the... <coughs> the flavor's real good. Yeah. But, uh... <coughs> yeah, that's got a... That's got a very hot <coughs> burn with it. Yeah. Uh, more more so than any of the whiskeys we've had in, in recent... Yeah, we... I think we've been spoiled. And I think maybe uh, that, that, I wonder if that's the mesquite. I wonder. That has really amped that up. Because it, it definitely has a smoke. There's some smoke behind it, mm-hmm. which you wouldn't necessarily expect out of a a bourbon. Yeah. Uh, it's not terrible. Um, I feel like that's not one that I would want to drink neat again. No, I think that's a. I would, would want to put that on rocks or at least, you know, maybe maybe in a an old fashioned or something like that. It might be good. Something to kind of. Kind of cut that a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with though. you there. I 
Hey, you know the what? Flavor is, the flavor is good. It's better than some of those other ones that I've... That dimple pinch or whatever Yeah, the dimple pinch. And what was that other Oof. one that... I don't even remember. There was that other one that yeah. didn't have any flavor either. Yeah, yeah, there was. I don't uh, remember which one that one was, though. Just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, check right. back a few episodes. See how memorable it was. Right. I own it. It's on my shelf at the house. Yep, and we and don't I, even remember the name. I don't remember the name of it. Um, We are fresh out of Diamond Championship Wrestling tonight. Yeah. They had their DCW Goes Extreme. Yep, their 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 show. Um, Sa- Sabu was supposed to be there, but apparently there was some issues and he didn't make it. However, we got to see Tommy Dreamer and Al Snow. Which, so that was kind of cool. That was actually, it was really cool. Uh, I know Tommy has had some issues recently since the Ric Flair yeah. behind the, uh, you know, between yeah, the, the ropes or whatever. Dark side of the ring. Dark side of the ring. Yeah. But it was still cool. Childhood me was like, oh, Tommy Dreamer. Right. And we saw his name yeah. flash up on the screen. DCW has, has gone through an ownership change, and they have really upped their production value. They have. They got like a little entrance ramp and like some TVs by it and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, we, we saw Tommy Dreamer's name flash up there, and like music wasn't playing or anything. We're like, Tommy Dream, what? Right. And then out walks Tommy. Because it was supposed to be like a kendo stick match between two of the guys with DCW. And one of them jumped the other one before the match started. We're not going to have a kendo stick match, yada, yada, yada. And then we saw that and we're like, Tommy Dreamer. And then, (laughs) holy crap, there's Tommy Dreamer. And he went through all the hits, the trash can, you know, he took a belt from a guy and and hit him and said, there you go. And then uh, Al Snow came out. And of course, with Al Snow, you get the, what does everybody want? And yeah. he had head with him. He had head with him, and there you go. So, yeah, overall, not too bad. Pretty good show. Yeah, look, always support your local support independent your local wrestling scene. They're apparently going to have a, a partnership. It looks like well, a partnership, a talent transfer, or whatever with with OVW, which you know OVW before FCW before NXT. Mm-hmm. OVW was the main feeder line for WWE. You know yeah. I mean. John Cena went through OVW. Brock Lesnar went through OVW. Batista, Batista Randy OVW. Orton. Yeah. Uh, you know, that entire group, Shelton Benjamin was yep. there. That entire group that went late, through there. That entire late 90s, early, yeah, 2000s, early 2000s group yeah. um, went through that era. So, hey, if they're going to pair up with OVW, now OVW has lost some steps recently. I mean, you know, they're, they're no longer the WWE feeder, which, you know, it is what it is. Um, are the the no longer the WWE developmental territory? Yeah. This is the better way I should say that. Yeah. Um, but it's still kind of cool to see what's going on, you know. Absolutely. Uh, should we talk about what happened on the big two? I don't want to yeah. say the, you know what happened on what happened yeah. on TV this let's, week. Let's talk about what happened on TV real quick. All right. So Monday Night Raw, we have an opening segment where um. Roman Reigns comes out and yeah, or not Roman Reigns, Brock, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Brock Lesnar came out and then Paul Heyman came out and talked and, and Brock actually shut Paul up and it was kind of fun. Then we had alpha Academy versus street profits where uh, we had the alpha Academy get the win. Of course there was cheating there because it's what you do. We had Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Balor versus the Dirty Dogs, which 
I, I don't know if I'm excited to see Champa on the main roster or not. Right, me either. I I, I like Champa, but you know that's that's getting away. Uh, Champa gets the ta- or gets the win over Rude on that one. So Finn Balor and Champa get the win. We have Nikki Ash versus Rhea Ripley for the fifty seven hundredth time. Right, Ripley hits the Riptide for the win. Of course. We have Damian Priest versus Shelton Benjamin, where uh, so yep. Priest has got to have won that one. Right? No, I, yeah, Priest gets the win. The way that the way Bleacher Report has that worded is is very odd, but yeah, Priest gets the win. Then we have um, Reggie and Dana Brooke versus that was a train wreck. <laughs> Reggie and Dana Brooke. Yeah, there there was a backstage segment with Reggie and Dana Brooke, and then Dewdrop versus Bianca Belair, where uh, Bianca Belair gets the win. RK Bro versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, where Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins get the win, uh, and are now I believe added into the tag team match at the next uh, pay per view. I think so. So that was Monday Night Raw, kind of a, a mix of interesting and meh. Uh, we go to Dynamite. Dynamite kicked off with a tag team battle royal, which included the Gun Club or the Ass Boys, uh, FTR, Red Dragon, 2.0, the Young Bucks, the Butcher and the Blade, the Best Friends, uh, Santana and Ortiz, Private Party, and John Silver and Alex Reynolds uh, in a, a battle royal over the top. But it was it wasn't like WWE does it where if one's eliminated, both are eliminated. This was a one to one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the winners get to face uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus at Revolution for the titles, and it comes down to uh, Bobby Fish and... Was uh, it Bobby Fish or it was Kyle O'Reilly? Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was in the ring. Kyle O'Reilly wins mm-hmm. uh, by... Uh, it, the last three were Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Matt Jackson, and John Silver. Jackson goes to throw out Silver... O'Reilly dumps them both. Uh, afterwards, uh, Hangman comes down. Cole comes down. They they have a little bit of a sparring thing. Uh, Hangman then cuts a pretty fire promo on uh, on Adam mm-hmm. Cole. Uh, this this was a uh, dynamite. Was a a good promo dynamite. Yeah. Uh, we had MJF cuts a promo, which well, was without a doubt the best promo he has cut in a very long time. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about. When we, we are get definitely going to the, gonna to the talk discussions. about that. Um, we had Pac and uh, Pinta Obscuro, uh, which is just Pinta El Zero Miero. Uh, but, Miero. but, you know, souped up and, but and spooky. Because he got uh, black mist blown in his face. You know, he, he he's different. But we got Alex Abrahante's, uh cosplaying as the as Paul Bear. So that was kind of Oh, cool. it was amazing. Um they were facing the uh, the Knights of the Black Throne where the uh uh Death Triangle ends up winning because Penta okay. Penta yeah. slapped his hand over Alistair Black's mouth as Black was about to blow the Black Mist and they end up getting the win. Afterwards, uh Buddy Murphy shows up or Buddy Matthews, mm-hmm. shows up and looks to have joined uh, the House of Black. 
Uh, Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston have a face-off of promos, which I liked Jericho's half. Kingston's didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, We then had a Face of the Revolution qualifier of Ricky Starks versus 10 uh, Starks wins. Then the Bunny versus Jade Cargill, where Cargill wins because, of course, she did. Then we had Daniel Bryan, or Brian Danielson, rather, versus Daniel Garcia. Brian Danielson wins. Afterwards, Moxley comes out. We have a match uh, set up for Revolution. Moxley versus Danielson. Yeah. And that was the end of uh, Dynamite. Moving on to Friday Night SmackDown, we have um, Sonya Deville and Charlotte Flair sneak attack Ronda Rousey. And... That happened. Uh, we're gonna see, I guess, Sonya versus Ronda next week. Yay! Right. Uh, we have Biggie and Kofi Kingston versus the Lethal Lovers, Los Latherios. Jesus, how many L's can we put in one title? Right. Uh, and of course, New Day wins because New Day rocks. They do. We have Natalia versus Zia Lee, and Zia Lee gets the win over Natalia. For some unknown and ungodly reason, Johnny Knoxville is still involved with Sami Zayn. And, uh, you know, Sami Zayn won the Intercontinental title last week, and Johnny Knoxville doesn't let him celebrate. And we're going to get Ricochet challenging Sami for the title next week. Sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, We have Sasha Banks versus Shotzi, where Sasha gets the win. We have Drew McIntyre versus Mad Cat Moss, where McIntyre gets the win. And then we have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar signing the contract for the WrestleMania main event. Because for some reason, we needed a contract signing. Right, like six weeks ahead of it. I really don't understand. I I, I do not understand the contract signing. Me either. It it may have made sense in the 80s and 70s when, you know, it was a little, there was more kayfabe. Yeah. But... Um. We'll talk about that. Yeah, hang tight with that one because there is something I do want to say about that. Okay. Um, Rampage starts off with Andrade and uh, Sammy in the ring, no entrances. Sammy uh, retains the TNT title after Matt Hardy ends up inadvertently costing Andrade. Nick Camarado versus Wardlow, where Wardlow puts out Camarado and then Spears gets in the ring and tells Wardlow that the powerbomb symphony's not getting over and he has to stop doing it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Serena Deeb had her five minute challenge with Kayla Sparks. Uh, Serena wins. Uh, didn't go the two. Didn't go the five minutes. We had Anthony Bowens versus Orange Cassidy for the uh, Face of the Revolution qualifier. Cassidy wins. Danhausen came out from under the ring and cursed. Uh, Caster and or cursed Matt Caster or cursed Caster, so that he wasn't involved and Cassidy ends up winning, yeah. and that was Rampage. Uh, All right, uh, anything on the shows that you want to talk about before we jock into the the big news items of the week? Uh, the MJF promo is something that yes. I really want to hit on. Um, that was without a doubt the best promo he's cut in AEW. I think. So, MJF, to kind of describe this promo to to everybody, MJF comes out and he talks about how growing up... To to 
to preface. Okay. CM Punk tweeted out a picture here about a week or so ago of him at a, at a signing. With, well, he talked about it in his promo last week. Yeah. And, and the picture got tweeted. I think the picture was tweeted even before that. CM Punk's at a signing. MJ, a, a very young MJF, like eight, nine years old, is standing behind CM Punk, grinning from ear to ear. And when Punk tweets the picture, he just tweeted, just another Friday. This led to the... the this led to promo. MJF's promo where he talks about how much of a fan of CM Punk he was, how watching Punk made MJF want to be a wrestler. He was studying tape. He was doing all the things to become a wrestler, and then Punk walked away. Yep. He makes a comment in there that, uh, you know, you tweeted a picture saying it was just another Friday. Well, that Friday was one of the worst days of my life. You know, I'd been picked on. I had had people throw handfuls of quarters at me because I was Jewish. Just goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. and on and on. And And talks about how it was, you know, it was the worst, but he knew that he was going to get to come see CM Punk. He was going to get to see wrestling. He was going to get to meet his idol. Yeah. And then you quit on us. And then you quit. He walked away. And MJF did the thing that he was supposed to do as a star athlete. And, you know, what we've told our children for decades, you know, I was told it. I'm sure you were told it. If you want to be successful, you go to college. And that's what MJF did. He went to college. He got a football scholarship. Gave up his dream because CM Punk walked away. And he went... And then he talked about how he just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he started wrestling well, again. He saw CM Punk shake hands with uh, Brian Danielson at some mm-hmm. point, he said. And it infuriated him. Yeah. Uh, and it made him want to come back and it made him want to be better than Punk. Yeah. And then he says, you know, Punk, I am better than you. And you know it. Well, the end of this promo, Punk comes down. Yeah, Punk walks out, not even to music. Punk yeah. walks he out. He kind of, like, walks out. He's, like, really looking skeptical at the ring, you know, what's going on here. Crawls in the ring, and you just, no mic. Yeah. Is it true? And you see MJF, has tears in his eyes, yep. said it's true, rolls out the ring and walks and up. And walks away. No swerve, no rug pull. Now, we'll probably see that at the match. Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely. I'm expecting it, but... And it's earned. That is earned in the match. I I can't complain about that. But this promo felt honest, and it felt great. It gave some reason behind MJF. He's still a heel, but it doesn't require... Everything he does doesn't have to be the smarmy, mwahahaha, 1950s villain. was what we've been begging for. It was character it was development. Character development. It was growth. Mm-hmm. And it was great to see. Yes. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Because let's go back two and a half years to the start of AEW. Mm-hmm. MJF was one of the people that we were looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, we talked about it several times that he was, yeah, he's a heel, but this dude was going to be a face of the company. And, and um, we were begging, when's he going to turn on Cody? When's he going to turn on Cody? And then exactly. he finally did. And then we got the same thing for two years. Yep, the same exact thing. And, like, he's decent in the ring. Mm-hmm. But wrestling is more than what happens in the well, ring. He's decent in the ring, and he has charisma on the mic. Mm-hmm. It's just that 
his recent feuds, his recent promos have been the same thing. Yeah. And, and it just called us to get bored of him. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought that was good. That was great. I, I would yeah. even go so far as to say that was great. The Hangman promo at the beginning of the show was really good. You know, after after that match, um, where he uh, you know he he called out Cole, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> talked about you know digging him a grave and burying him with a lariat, you know, a buckshot, you know that yeah. that kind of thing. The best Adam was gonna win, right? I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, the the Jericho Eddie Kingston promo, I thought Jericho's part was good. I did not like Eddie's part at all. It almost felt like Eddie psyched himself out. Yeah, because Jericho's part was, you know, typical heel Jericho. I've been in wrestling for a billion years. I've main evented WrestleMania. I've held championships all over the world. Mm-hmm. You look like a jobber. And he told Eddie that. Yeah. You know? And I thought that was really cool. Then Eddie goes into this weird, like... You've never had to fight for it. You've never had to claw for it. This kind of stuff with Jericho. And it's like, if you know Jericho, you know when he left WCW and came to WWE, Jericho was not a a well-respected wrestler. Uh, WWE almost buried him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, he got a really cool pro intro because he got to intro on The Rock. And then for the next, like, year or so, Jericho was just trash. Yeah. You know, so. And I would like to say props to Chris Jericho because he had let himself go a little bit. Oh, yeah. He looked a lot better. And he looked like he kind of lost his abs. And I cannot fat shame anybody. I'm sitting over here over 300 pounds. Jericho had gone to old, had old man bod. Yeah. Jericho had had old man bod and had a beer, had a beer belly. He doesn't have that anymore. He have so anymore. he's slimmed down. He's looking. He's looking at least you know five ten years younger. Yeah, he's he's looking like he's ready to do this again. The, the only thing that I liked about Kingston's promo was when he told Jericho he wanted to fight Jericho, not Entertainer Jericho. He wanted to fight the Jericho that uh, your boy Levesque hated. Mm-hmm. Talking about you know haha Triple H, you know yeah. that kind of thing. Um. That was about the only part of his side that I really cared for. Yeah, he lost me. At one point, Jericho said something about a baby face. Yeah, what, what's a baby face? What's a, dude, you've been dude. in the wrestling yeah. industry for 20 years. I get it. You're you're playing a street tough. Yeah. You're, I'm you're, fine. You're trying to keep kayfabe alive. Whatever, but, but come on. Don't don't ask what's a baby face when you've been in the business for 20 years. Yeah. You're, you're attempting to keep kayfabe alive, but yet earlier in the promo, you looked at Jericho and said, uh, you're you're not an entertainer. You're not a wrestler. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work for me. Yeah, it, it completely threw me out. I, I have given uh, up on Wardlow turning face. It's going to happen at some point, but Tony Khan likes these super slow burns. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really and truly, that's kind of it for Dynamite, mm-hmm. I think. Um... I was trying to think of anything major happened on Rampage, and it didn't that I can think of. Jade Cargill, and this happened more on Dynamite, but Jade Cargill kind of maybe turning face? Kind of, sort of, it looks like. Maybe. Um, um, She's looking really good. We talked about it the other day. Um, 
our our friend Jody from yeah, uh, fearology. Yeah, from fearology. He was talking, and he's not really been following it that much, but we were talking about Jade Cargill and, you know, she has come a long way for having her first match. What last year? Yeah. And she's been, I mean, she's been working with Brian Danielson. So yeah. I mean, Hey, yeah. And it shows the best in the world. Legit. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's showing. Yeah. It's really I, starting to pay off. I really want to see AEW start some sort of a training regimen with their women. Uh, yeah. And well, their men, any, and, and their like men, where any of their, any of their, Dark, quote unquote, dark talent. Yeah, I mean, you've got legit best in the world people. Yeah, when you look at Kenny, you look at Danielson, you look at Jericho, Moxley, Moxley. Punk, you know, you have you know, got those guys who Dustin. Yeah, Dustin. Like the knowledge, Dustin then, knows more about wrestling and has forgotten more about wrestling than most of the people then, in that business will ever step know. To your backstage area, and you've got Dean Malenko, mm-hmm. you've got Taz, yeah, you know, you've got you've got Taz, you've got Arn, you've got, you've got Arn, Tully, you've got Big Show, you've yeah. got Mark Henry, mm-hmm. you know, you've got all of these these legends, yeah, that you know use them, use them. Have your talent come in on Tuesdays. Set up a training of, center. Yeah. <laughs> but have your talent, instead of having them come in Wednesday, fly in Wednesday, have them come in Tuesday so yeah. that they can spend Tuesday afternoon and Wednesday training. Give them promo classes. And, you know, give them some promo classes. Talk to them about how to approach looking at the camera. Yeah. You know, how, how to position themselves in the ring so that you get the most impact. They're already... A, a lot better than other places at, at DCW tonight. We were watched a six man tag match. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. That wasn't no, a six man tag. It was a six man, uh, or a six man, uh, uh, table match. Tables match. That's yeah. what it was. And half of the match we couldn't see. Yeah. The biggest spot in the match that was not the finale happened on the floor where we couldn't see. They dumped out some Legos, and a guy went into the Legos. Yeah, in fact, where they had it set up, so the the chairs were around the ring in a U shape, and it happened at the top of the U on the floor. Yeah. So the only people that could see it were the people at the very ends of Mm -hmm. the uh, the U. Um, Then for part of the match, all six were wrestling on one side of the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. Not spread out or anything like that, and I, this is a local wrestling thing. You know, it's not. We're we're definitely not knocking them for that kind no, of stuff. No, no, right? we're not knocking them at all. We I, I, I got, appreciate that they did that. And that we was, got to watch it. It was cool. I got my ten dollars worth. Absolutely, we got to support a local wrestling. That's awesome to me. Yeah, you know the fact we got to see Tommy Dreamer. The fact we got to see Al Snow. Yeah, we mentioned it earlier. You know, Tommy's had some kind of, eh, but. Still, kid me was like, holy crap, that's Tommy Dreamer. That's Tommy you know? Dreamer. And as soon as he walked out, like I knew yeah. it was Tommy Dreamer. Like, Tommy Dreamer, and then out walks Tommy. The The matches were decent, you know, uh, even with a child screaming in our ear for half of it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. But, you know, what to circle back to what we were talking about, use the talent. AEW has the yeah. talent, the knowledge, and the ability Use that to develop, and yeah. you know, we we didn't even mention Sting a minute ago. Yeah, Sting is there, and and Sting is working with Darby, and I think doing wonders with Darby. I think so. I, Tully, you have Tully, who 
you know, maybe could still kind of take some bumps because he's his, taken a couple. Yeah. But, you know, his, his bump card ended early when he mm-hmm. kind of got blackballed from the business. Yeah. Uh, so you've got these guys, use them. Mm-hmm. And also, Tony, for the love of God, get a streaming deal. Yes. Please, please get a streaming deal. <laughs> um, that's kind of it for AEW, as as it were. Mm-hmm. It was nice to see Buddy Murphy show up. Yeah, uh, but Buddy, Buddy Matthews. Matthews. It was very nice to see him show up. I'm glad he landed somewhere. Um, another one that I'm hoping lands somewhere very very soon. WWE has uh not re-signed the contract for Cesaro, yeah. so he is now a free agent. And then there was only one of the party left. Yeah. Just Woods. Um, And that's, that is a shame. Everybody, every wrestling dirt cheat, every podcast, every show, everything has said that, you know, one of the worst offenses in recent wrestling history is the complete and utter underutilization of Cesaro. I, I use this terminology in our chat group when we were talking about it, the fact that Cesaro is not or was not a WWE champion mm-hmm. is a blight Yes, on 100% WWE. Agreed. 100% agreed. It, uh, but what he, he had a U.S. title and some tag titles. Yeah. Um, he was in a program with Roman, which we knew he was going to lose because Roman. Um, but, you know, like, he was called out by Vince mm-hmm. on uh, Stone Cold's uh, whatever the the Stone Cold yeah. sessions or whatever yeah, it was Skull at the time, sessions. and you know, like he was called out by name, saying that he just hasn't grabbed that brass ring, and literally everybody in the world is like, "What do you, what mean? Do you mean he hasn't?" Like, <laughs> I did not like Cesaro when he first debuted. Mm-hmm. The quality of his work mm-hmm. won me over. Some of my favorite matches, uh, Cesaro had a, a series of matches on Monday Night Raw with John Cena several years ago. Mm-hmm. They were fantastic. Everything that he did in the bar was amazing. Yeah. I, I don't understand Me either. what Vince... Cesaro speaks five different languages, I think. Yep. yep. He, he is... Pound, Perfect. Pound for pound, the strongest inter, the strongest wrestler in WWE is what yeah. they were referring to as. And everybody has nothing but good things to say about Claudio. Yeah. And it I just, just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. He is the total package. Mm-hmm. He looks amazing. Is it because he's yeah. bald? Yeah. Is it because he, like, I Maybe. really don't. It, I think it's because he speaks with a Swiss accent. So he has a slight accent. He's still perfectly understandable. Well, you can't have, but you can't have accents in the WWE, Michael. You you have to be white bread. <laughs> unless you're, unless you're Luke Harper, and you have to have a southern and accent. You have to have a southern accent, but I mean, okay. Um, I I I know I'm harping on it, but I just don't understand yeah, I don't it. it. Wherever he ends up. Whether it's AEW, whether it's New Japan, whether it TNA. is TNA, if he goes back to Ring of Honor with whatever it is that Ring of Honor is starting up or restarting or whatever yeah. it is that they're doing, he is going to be a star for sure. 
And he is somebody that everybody should be clamoring to get. Um, there were several references on the WWE programming this week about Cody, but no Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the term, the dashing was mentioned a couple of times. <laughs> um, you know, there were, there were hints dropped and, and I don't know whether that's a, Hey, we've already signed him yet. Here we go. And this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just a, somebody actually looked at, the wrestling sphere and was like, Hey, maybe we can, you know, get some teases out of this. That'll, that'll lead to some views. Yeah. Um, WWE as a whole this week, very boring. It just kind of existed. We're, we're in, and, and you know, this is sad because I remember not 10 years ago, the time between rumble and mania was one of the most exciting times mm-hmm. for wrestling. Because you had your Rumble winner. They were setting up the, the the feud between the winner and the champ. They were trying to set up the feud for the other champion. Um, you know, you were seeing all of this stuff go on. It was exciting to watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just not. It's... I love Brock Lesnar's character right now. I'm loving Cowboy Brock. Uh, I don't need Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns to be a title match. Or at least a title unification match. Or title uni- I don't even need yeah. it to be a title match. I wish I wish that Roman had dropped the title to Seth. That would have and been more compelling to me. That Bobby had retained against uh, yep. you Roman. Know, Roman. Or, or Bobby or, uh, would have retained against uh, uh, Lashley. Uh, Lashley. And well, Lashley got hurt. So Lashley got hurt. So apparently Lashley Bobby is injured. Bobby retained against Lesnar. There we uh, go. Yeah, but I wish that Lashley had but you've kept had, to the title. But you were also, that was also an elimination match. You could have had anybody else win it. Absolutely. Like, Brock does not need it. Brock's not going to win at Mania. Roman's going to win that match. Roman's unifying the titles. Um, I have no idea who takes the belt off of Roman at that point. The only person who is even remotely in a position to be able to do it is Seth. Yeah. It's Seth. Because and I don't see that happening. It, no, I don't. Not right now. So. I don't know. I, I'm apparently Stone Cold yeah. is going to be facing at Kevin Mania. Owens at Mania. I, I've seen that. I've seen that he was going to be there. I've seen that he's going to be in a match. I've seen that he's not going to be in a match. Um, if Stone Cold can go, I'd love to see him in the ring again. Five-year-old, or not even five-year-old yeah. me, but teenage me, yep, young me, kid me, is, yes, Stone Cold, what? You know. You know, I, I but, want to see, if, if Stone Cold can go, I want to see Stone Cold in a match. Yeah. If he can't go, I don't want to see him in my ring. Don't, don't ruin it for me. Um... I don't think what else was out there. Uh, uh, Shane Strickland, uh, yeah, Swerve Scott. He signed with AEW. He signed with AEW. I expect him to debut next week. Tony has once again said we don't want to miss Dynamite next week. Yeah, he, uh, he's been talking up all these these you know major announcements and major debuts and stuff like that. So, well, I mean, he always does. He always does. He 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 did apologize though about the Forbidden Door comment that he made because he he made a comment about you know smashing the Forbidden Door. 
and then Jay White showed up, and everybody was quick to point out that Jay White's not signed with New Japan anymore. So it's not really a forbidden well, no, it door wasn't thing. Even, it, it wasn't even a, the forbidden door comment Keith was Keith Lee. Yeah. And then he realized from the fan reaction. That's right. Yeah, that's the, right. That's right. Oh, no, no, this is, yeah. this was not what the forbidden door was. The, the forbidden door was only New Japan. And so that's when he got Jay White mm-hmm. settled in, which sure. Yeah. You know, that I, I'm, I'm okay with that, like as a yeah. last minute. But Tony needs to learn. To control his hype. Yeah. He gets a little uh, overzealous. Yeah. And it's fine. You're, you're hyping your company, but he, he yeah. needs to learn to control that. Uh, another interesting thing that's happened over the last several weeks, Ring of Honor has announced that they're going to start a Hall of Fame. Yeah, I saw and that. Their list, let, let me run through their list of first round sure. inductees, you know, the, the initial ones. Uh, the Briscoes. Yeah, the Jay Briscoe, Mark Briscoe. I'm not familiar. I, I I know their name, but I have not seen their matches. I've seen a couple, they're, but I've, I've heard they're awesome. good. I've heard they're good. You know, I look forward to seeing them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah, absolutely deserved. Yeah, Samoa Joe. Absolutely, absolutely deserves to be in there. And finally, C M. Punk. And yeah. if there is anybody in wrestling that deserves to be in the ROH Hall of Fame, it is that man. Oh, yeah. Pepsi Man himself. CM Punk, Samoa Joe put ROH on, on the yeah. map. Easily. Hands down. And and there's other people that helped. I would I would argue that every promotion that Samoa Joe has been in, he has been a a draw absolutely you know i mean he he left roh he went to tna mm-hmm. he was immediately a killer in tna yeah you know to the point where for me when you mention that there there are several names that come up with tna aj styles being mm-hmm. the most obvious one yeah christopher daniels samoa joe james storm Robert Roode. Those five people define TNA for me. Yeah. Jeff, and not, and even, I guess Jeff Jarrett, but even though he owned the damn thing, he's not a name that I immediately associate to TNA. Well, I think it's because it's you associate five. him to WWF and to WCW right. more so, even though he, he was the king of the right. roost, or, you know, the king of the yeah. mountain. Let's, let's use yeah. TNA terms. Yeah. That, that was Jeff Jarrett. But yeah, you want, if you want to fall in love with wrestling again, mm-hmm. pay TNA or Impact, whatever it is that they want for their streaming their service, go back and watch the series of matches in the X Division between AJ Styles yep. and Samoa Joe yep. and Christopher Daniels. And Kazarian. Bring in Kazarian yeah. into there. Yep. Uh, go watch the Fortune stuff, even though yep. that was towards the latter part of, w, uh, of TNA being more relevant mm-hmm. the the fortune stuff is good yep. jay lethal yep. go watch black machismo go watch his black machismo stuff go watch even if you just have to youtube youtube it go watch his promo his promo war with, with flair with flair where he's playing flair and flair he's is doing in his mind he jay lethal is being a better rick flair than rick flair was being a rick flair <sighs> you know an impact 
TNA, you can see Mick Foley versus Kevin Nash. Yeah. Where you Mick Foley right. throws himself through a table yep. because Kevin Nash wouldn't do it. Yep. I there's just a there's a lot of, of TNA that's good. Yeah. TNA got and and rightly deserved. It got a bad rap with a lot of the stuff that it did. Dixie Carter was a terrible owner mm-hmm. for that that promotion. Um there's a lot of dreck. Yeah. In there, they really came out and at one point and they were uh WCW 2.0. Yeah. You know, when when, when they, they brought in, in Hogan, when they brought Hogan in Flair or uh, not well, Flair came in about that same Hogan time. Hogan and Bischoff and Russo Bischoff, and all of that yeah. when they and they made them the main event as opposed to AJ and Samoa Joe and Daniels and it really got bad mm-hmm. uh, when they they made the biggest mistake and it may have extended people's careers cuz you'll go back and listen to AJ talk about it but they made a huge mistake in getting rid of the excited ring yeah uh and going it to made it unique yeah it was unique now AJ said I'll never wrestle in a six-sided ring again. The ropes were way tighter. The ropes were tighter, the the boards were tighter, like everything yeah. was harder. I, I understand that. Yeah, but from a sure. viewer standpoint, it was cool. It was cool. And you know, something as simple as Monty Brown's pounce. Mhm. I'm not even going to try to do how yeah. Monty said right. I, I thought about it for a second. But when Monty could come from so many different angles for that pounce instead of just from one side right. or the other, that made the pounce look cool. Amazing. Yes. Absolutely. Impact at that the time. X division stuff where they had the yeah. ropes across the top and, you know, they had to crawl out over the ropes to get the, the big X instead of a, a traditional ladder match. If you want to see somebody in a shark mask, pretend shark to be stone boy. cold, Steve Austin. Yeah, <laughs> you have Shark Boy, Christopher Daniels is tired of being Christopher Daniels, so he throws on a mask and calls himself Curry Man. Yep. Uh, uh, Sami Zayn was El Generico. Yeah, it. You can see early Punk. You can see early Mickey James. Yep. Where she's wrestling men. Yeah. In the early two thousands. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Impact in its day was great. Why did we run down the Impact? <laughs> I don't. Right. We were talking about the the ROH Hall of Fame, and that led to, you know, talking about that kind of stuff. But that's why we love wrestling. Yeah. That's the stuff we want to see. And AEW has the opportunity to do that with this generation. They really do. They really do. And, like, like I will not heap enough praise on AEW right now on the fact that all of their title holders at the moment are – quote-unquote, AEW originals. Yeah. Now, by saying it that way, you know, Hangman was New Japan. Um, you know, Luchasaurus was in NXT. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. Sure. But what well, I mean... In Luchasaurus, yes, he was in NXT, but more so Lucha Underground, yeah. where he made the Luchasaurus name for himself. Right. But what I mean really and truly there is, these were people that were on the ground floor, mm-hmm. and they're not WWE cast-offs. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. You know, I, 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 I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it a million times. AEW had to have somebody like Jericho, somebody like Mox, somebody like Kenny be their first champions 
to really bring eyes to the product. That went on for a couple of years. Yeah. Now it's time to let their their new people have it. Well, like, and I mean, Hangman getting to the title, that's been the story since day yeah, one. Has. That has been where we yep. were going. and Because you lost to Jericho in the inaugural match. Yeah, and, and I think that Hangman, I, I want to say that his title win felt kind of flat to me. But the win felt good. The yeah. run so far has kind of felt flat. Yeah, but I'm not any less a fan. And now right. you've got guys like Adam Cole in there, yeah. and they're not afraid. WWE is afraid of people's history. Yeah, it's not, I don't. They're not afraid of it. But they won't mention. It's they don't want to bring it up. They're not going to mention it because if they mention it, you might realize that there's more wrestling out there besides WWE. But here we have a feud between Adam Cole and Adam Page, and they're bringing up the fact that both of them are in the Bullet Club, mm-hmm. or were in the Bullet Club. Yeah. What, however, the I don't yeah. know how that whole membership thing falls out. Right. But, and that Cole left. Mm-hmm. And when Cole left, that made room for Page to step up. Yeah. And Page stepped up. It's compelling. And it's building the story and, you know, not to to promote another streaming service, Tony, but New Japan has a streaming service that you can, yeah, it's going to be in Japanese. Yeah. But you can pay and you can go back and you can watch these different feuds and these different relationships build. Uh, on more sad information, unfortunately, uh, Tammy Sonny Sitch yeah. has been arrested again. Uh, she was arrested earlier this year for terroristic threats, um, and she was arrested again this time, uh, if I remember correctly, for some drunk driving or driving under the influence Jesus. amongst some other issues. It's kind of, it's sad that it's, it's all it so is. It is sad. sad. I had hoped that when she got out of prison a few years ago, that she would be able to get her life together. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately that does not appear that to have happened yet. It just, that's the, the definition of a person that needs help. Yeah. Yeah. She absolutely yep. does need help on more interesting or, or, or happy I'm going to go with happy, happy news. There was a wrestler, an independent wrestler who appeared on Rampage mm-hmm. and on SmackDown on Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, indie wrestler uh, Kayla Sparks appeared uh, on SmackDown yeah. and Rampage. She, she lost was... to Serena Deeb yep. uh, for Rampage. And then she was part of the uh she was a fan that received a kiss from Los Letherios. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. So cool for for Miss Sparks. Very cool. Uh, anything else that you can think of that we need to talk about tonight, Jason? Honestly, not not really. Yeah. It's kind not of a shorter show. Wrestling. <laughs> kind of a shorter show tonight. Um but that's what happens when you talk about wrestling. 
Yeah. Um, when two of when two of your uh, major shows, five hours worth of your <laughs> your your show just doesn't deliver. Yeah. Um. So with all that said, we would like to give a big shout out to McNair Gaming mm-hmm. in Goshen, Mississippi. You know, come down, get yourself a board game, magic cards, dice, D and D books, Warhammer miniatures. Uh, some classic board games like Monopoly and Clue and stuff like that. They got that. They got paints. They got uh, D&D minis. They've got tons of stuff over there. Uh, they've also got a huge board game wall. So if you're kind of hesitant about buying something, there's a good chance it's on their wall. Take it down. Sit down. Play it with your friends. If you like it, go get it. If you don't like it, hey, you didn't waste your money. Use it on something else. That's right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and of course we always thank them because thanks Greg for letting us use the theater or the, the studio, the, the studio, space. the space, the space. Let's just go with this Look, space. it's late. All right. <laughs> to, uh, to record for us. Uh, and while you're here in Gaucher and you've gone and found you a board game or two, head on over to big dog liquor and get you something to drink over there at big dog. They have deals for military. They have senior discounts. Check them out. See what they have. He's always got a rotating selection in there. Yeah. Um, once you've got that, once you finish listening to us, uh, sadly this week we only have two podcasts yep. to shout out because Rogues Cast Radio has folded up its doors for now. Um, so we but Jody from there is still doing his fearology stuff. Absolutely. So go give him a listen for horror related uh New movies, old movies, retrospectives, any of that kind of good stuff. Yeah. And once you've done, once you're done listening to Fearology, head on over to Silence Your Cell Phones, where they talk about all movies, not just horror. They'll also talk about binge-worthy television. They have a YouTube live that they do, I believe, yep. every Wednesday. Give them a listen. I'm sure that you will be entertained. Absolutely. Um, so, with that said, it's late. We recorded on a Saturday instead of Sunday. Yep. Um. I'm going home and going to bed. Me too. Cheers. Cheers.